Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Afilmi. My name is Yitzchak Et Shalom. We're now in Masachet Shabbat Tavav Amur Aleph. And uh, here we have, as promised in the last podcast, a string of uh, several passages from the Tosefta at the beginning of Shabbat that outline the four Rishuyot of Shabbat, which we've already alluded to, uh, and with uh, num- numerous details. This uh, passage will take us all the way to the end of the Sugiya, Handaf Tet Amur Aleph, so let's begin. Arba Tanu Rabbanan. Arba Rishuyot the Shabbat. There are four Hanu Rishuyot. Rishut Hayachid, Rishut Harabim. We're familiar with them already. Carmelite, which we didn't yet formally know about, and Makom Tur, literally a place of exemption. Let's see what this means. Vezu Rishut Hayachid. What's an example of Rishut Hayachid? Charitshu Amok Asarav Rachav Arbaaf. You have a ditch that's ten tefachim deep and four wide. Or a wall that is ten high and four wide. These are all tefachim. So That is a full, complete rishut ha'achid. What's an example of rishut ha'abim? Sratia, which is the big street. Upaltia, the big plaza. Gedola. Votum fulashina. Mavui, which we will deal with in detail in Eruvin, is the alley that would, um, the, from which the chatzerot would open onto what we'd call as a residential street. And it's mufulashin, which means that on both ends it opens up. It's not, not a dead end on either side. That's a complete rishut You're not allowed to transfer anything from a rishut yachid or vice versa. If you did it, then bishogeg, meaning you did not know it was Shabbat or you did not know it was prohibited, but you knew what you were doing. Chayav chatat. You have to bring a chatat. Bimezid, meaning you knew it was Shabbat, you knew it was prohibited, you went ahead and did it anyways. Anush karet, there's punishment of karet. Viniskal, and theoretically you could get skila with the proper conditions of Edi Manatra, etc. Aval, now we're going to go to the Carmelite. Yam, which is the sea. Bik'ah, like a big open field. Vistavanit, which is like a um, kind of a, a, a side area in the public domain, but it's not used by the public, Veha Karmelit, we'll see what that is, it's neither, you're not allowed to carry within a Karmelit, but if you do, you're patur, you may not transfer anything from Rishut Yachid or Rishut Rabim to or from a Karmelit, but if you did so, you're patur, because a Carmelite mid-oraita is makom p'tur. And the Rabbanan defined it as a quasi-reshut Rabim, and we'll see that they took the leniencies of reshut Rabim, the leniencies of reshut Yachid, and put it into a Carmelite. So that means from the Torah, there are three kinds of reshut, reshut Rabim, reshut Yachid, and everything else. But among the everything else, the rabbis define certain areas as a Carmelite, where lachatchila you may not carry to, from, or within. But Padiyavad, of course, you're patur, because you violated carrying only Drabadan. Chatzerot Sharabim, let's say you have a commonly owned courtyard. or a dead-end street. This is where Eruv Chatzerot comes in, which we're going to deal with a lot in Eruvin. So if they combine their property to make it a single property, then they can carry, and if not, then they can't. This is also Drabadan. Adam omed alei skupa. Skupa is like a veranda or a threshold. No, tell me balabayit v'notenlo. So he could stand on the threshold and he could take things from the man inside and give it back to him. 
could take something from a man standing in Rishut Rabim and give it to him. In other words, what's the Siskupa? We'll have to see. Lastly, told me Balabayit v'notem lani, but he can't take from one and transfer to the other. Manutam the Balabayit, or the opposite direction, natavanatan shlosham turim. But if he did, they're all patur, uh, because it's not a violation, a purely violation daraita of caring. Now, acherim omrim, iskupa mishemeshes terushiot. The iskupa could be, um, one reshut could be another. We won't deal with this for till a couple more podcasts. When the door is open, it's considered part of the inside of the house. If the door is locked or closed, then it's like part of the outside. But if you had one of these thresholds that was ten high and four wide, then it's an independent reshut. Alright, let's take this apart. Amar Mark. Start from the beginning. So we define what Rishut Ha'achid is. So what are we saying? This is Rishut Ha'achid with the ditch or the fence. What's that excluding? Because Rabbi Yehuda had a more expansive version of Rishut Ha'achid. We're cutting it out. What's that? The Tanya. Rabbi Yehuda said the following in Eruvim. Let's say you had a house on one side of the street and a house on the other side of the street and that street's a Rishut Ha'achid. What can you do? You can put a standing up pole on each side, meaning on the side of one house and the side of another house, or a beam uh, extending over the property on each side, and we'll see in the beginning of Eruv in the function of a lechi and a koran. You could carry across, you could carry from one reshut to the other because it's all your reshut, and that kind of blocks out the reshut harabim. Chacham's response is you cannot block off an Eir Rishut Rabim that way and it's still Asur. So we're claiming Rishut Ha'achid uh, to say and not like Rabbi Yehuda's. For my car, so at the end of the introduction of Rishut Ha'achid which is the first paragraph from the Tosefta it said Zuri Rishut Ha'achid Gimura a complete one. Why Gimura? Maybe the Rabbanan's opposition to Rabbi Yehuda was only the Chumrit. You cannot carry in there. But maybe if you threw from uh, Rishut Rabim into that middle area, maybe they'd agree it's Rishut Echid L'Chumrit. You'd be Chayav, Kamash Pohan, it's not Rishut Echid at all. Not L'Kula, not L'Chumrit. And, uh, and it doesn't work. Okay, Amar the next one. So in the next line it said, the big plaza and the big street and the street, then the streets that cut through on both sides are Rishut Rabim. What's that cutting out? What's clearly and another one, and this is in the Mishnah. And this is in the Mishnah in the second parak of Eruvin that talks about Pase Biraot, which is a special Takana they made. We'll see it in the second parak of Eruvin, where there are uh, cisterns on the road and they allowed you to put up a very makeshift uh, symbolic mechitza uh, to allow you to bring your animals in so they could drink from it if you're out there on Shabbat. So now, if the public thoroughfare comes right through that way, Rabbi Yehuda said you have to reroute the public area so it doesn't come through there, so it will not make this area prohibited for carrying, carrying the water. Chachamim say you don't have to do it. It's not Rishut Rabim. So therefore, Rabbi Yehuda would say that's still Rishut Rabim. Chachamim said it's not Rishut Rabim because you blocked it off. 
And again, why did the end of that paragraph say, The answer is parallel construction. Since Rishut Yachid, we said Gemura, we had a reason for that, as we said. So we said the same thing here. Why didn't we also mention that the desert is Rishut Rabim? Tatanya, we have a brighter. So the same as our brighter, sorry. And it added midbar. So the answer When Bnei Israel as a camp, all two million of them were marching through the desert, the midbar was a shutar abim. But in normal times, when you have a few wanderers in the desert, it's not a shutar abim at all. It is indeed a Carmelite because it's not where many people are. Amar So the next piece of the of the Tosefta, once it established what Rishut Yachid is and Rishut Rabim, that you're not allowed to carry from one to the other, and we said Im Hotzi Vechnis B'Shogeg Chayav Chatat Mazid Nanosh Karev V'Niskal. Now B'Shogeg Chayav Chatat Pshita. Obviously, if you did a B'Shogeg, you're Chayav Chatat, because after all, we know that any time you violate something which is Karet B'Mazid B'Shogeg, it's Chatat. So pshita. The answer is b'meizid. Anus karet v'niskal tzurichale. We needed the second line, which is the punishment b'meizid. So hanami pshita. That's a no-brainer. So hakamash pelan kiderav. It's supporting rav. To amar rav. Matzati migilat stolim beravichia. So rav found a uh, discrete document that somebody had written. People used to keep their own little notes during the period of the mishnah, and I found this migilat stolim in my uncle's house. Rachatuban had said it. Isi ben Yehuda, so he's a chacham from previous generation, Omer, Avon lachor abim chaser achat, we know the famous canonical list in the seventh parak, which starts out with, there are 40 minus 1, 39 avot melachot, ve'ino chayev alachat, and you're only chayev 1. Aini, is that really true? Vatnan avot melachot abim chaser achat, vavinan, by in our discussion of that mishnah, we said, minyon alamali, why does the mishnah have to say there's 39, anybody can count them? From Yochanan, Shimasan Kulan Behal Machar, Chayav Kol Achat Vachar. Rabbi Yochanan says the reason is to tell you that if you did every possible thing, thing, thinking, let's say that it was Tuesday, that the most to be Chayav is thirty-nine. So you know how many you Chayav, how many Chataot. So Allah Ema Eino Chayav Al Achat Mehan. What did it say in Rab in Isi Ben Yehuda's Megillah? Not that you only Chayav one, meaning just one Chiyu for all of Shabbat, but rather one of them you're not Chayav for. Vakamashvan. So that's why our bright dad to say your chayav karet and chayav chatat to tell you that caring is not one that we were unsure about. Amamar. So now the next piece is So we said that these things are what we call a carmelite. Is it true that a field is like neither? Vatnan, we have the following Mishnah, it has to do with Taharot, Habik'ah, Pimota Chamar, during the summer, Rishut HaYachid, the Shabbat, it's considered a Rishut HaYachid for Shabbat, which uses formal definitions of ownership and fences, Rishut HaBim, the Tumah, and for issues of Tumah, so that Safek Tumah, Rishut HaBim, is Tahor, we use issues of discretion, is it a private area, or a discrete area, or an open area? So for, in the in the summer, it's Rishut HaBim, for Tumah, in the winter, it's Rishut Achid for both, because it is both has the proper fences and dimensions, and it also, uh, nobody goes there. So Amar Ula, the answer is the Olam Carmelite He says, really, because a Carmelite. 
But my car Rishut Achid. Why does it call it Rishut Achid? Because it's not Rishut Abim. Meaning, the perspective of that Mishnah is either you're Rishut Abim or you're not. So we'll call it Rishut Achid. All means it's not Rishut Abim. That's Ula's answer. Rashi Amar Kagon Deit La Mechitzot. What we're talking about is a case where it has actual fences up. If you have a big field that's uh, bigger than right, the measurements of uh, 5,000 square moto, whatever it may be, that was not put, there was no fence put up there for residential purposes. No matter how big it is, if you throw something in there from Rishut Abim Yechai, because it is Rishut Yechid, because there's a fence around it. And there's nobody living there. It was fenced in to protect the property, not for residential purposes. Okay, so now, he says, in that case, it really is Rishut Yachid, and Arbika is one that doesn't have a fence around it. So, we understand why Rashi didn't support Ula, because he said, it called it Rishut Yachid, so don't say it really means Carmelite. Why didn't Ula say his own Torah, which he's the one who quoted Rabbi Yochanan, about the Karpeth? Here's what Ula would answer. If it has fences, we don't call it a bika. Karpefi, it's a different word. So Ravashi says, Ravashi's claim is, yeah, but that Mishnah says Rishut Echid. There's not a whole lot you could do about it. That's the way it is. Okay. <clears throat> okay, we'll take a look at uh, the next little piece. For Carmelite, we listed bika, yam, islanit, and Carmelite. They're all Carmelite. Why are you listing things and calling one a Carmelite? So, Rav Dimi came with the following explanation of Rav Yochanan in Tiberia. What a Carmelite is, is like a corner that's right next to a Shuta Abim, but the Rabim don't go there. Kind of like you'd think about the sidewalk or something. The Alpha Gab the Zimdaki Rabim, sometimes people push over there, Vaili the Gava, and they come there, but it's not comfortable to go there, it's not the main thoroughfare, Kikarmalitamya. It's like a Carmelite. Okay, Kyatov Dim Rabyochanan, we have some more Torah Rabyochanan brought by Dimi. Baina Amudini don't Kikarmalit. When they set up pillars in front of the stores, and those are areas where they will set up maybe some goods, that area is a Carmelite. So my tama, because Alpha Gav the Darsibar Rabim, even though Rabim walk there, they can't walk there clearly, they have to kinda of go in between Kikarmalitamya. Okay? The table that they set up in front of the Amudim. You don't get Carmelite. Good. So the mind of Rabbi Amudim, according to Yochan said Ben Amudim is a Carmelite. Koshkin Itztava, certainly that that platform. But the one who said Itztava said only the Itztava is Carmelite because you can't really walk there at all. But Ben Amudim, you could walk there, you could put something down there. Lo. So that isn't a Carmelite, that's already Rishut Rabin. So Leishtachrin is another version of Ben Amudim, the one who says Itztava would say, yeah, but Ben Amudim, since sometimes the Rabim walk there, it's like Rishut Rabim. Okay, we'll pause at this point, and we're going to continue with our analysis of this Tosefta. In the meantime, we should have a wonderful day.